But I'm curious to ask you, since you are now one of pioneers in Lego droplet design, and um, how this was a style for you? When you get an inspiration for this designing, you, you, you mentioned you were interested about physics. But we have the question, what kind of maybe uh, abstraction you can get from, for example, MIT sheet or robot that's three version now, and the mini one. So what kind of inspiration look for for uh, replicating the motion? Or you go for something beyond what we have already in nature? How you can make this happen to make a useful uh, design? So um, the legged machine is still... Uh, uh, how can I say, is in the middle of the evolution, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, in a wheeled vehicle, didn't exist in nature. Human somehow invented it, you know, yeah. like thousands of years ago. Uh, and then it became a thing, became proven to be very, very useful. And engineers, you know, from, you know, Roman era, or even before, always wondering about why not we have a legging machine that can, mm-hmm. like, because we had an example in nature. Humans are a good example, and well, other animals are example, and then they do uh, perform excellent uh, job uh, in moving around the world train and so on. Um, yet, uh, replicating animals are not easy. And as you mm-hmm. can see, even, even just Chira series by itself, uh, let alone all kinds of examples in robotics community. Uh, it started with a more animal-looking design, and then it, it get quickly simplified to be more practical. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think it's still too complex to be practical. Uh, and we're still uh, in the middle of the evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can we learn from nature is still also uh, you know, in the middle of the evolution. We're still not sure what inspiration is good, what inspiration is not useful. Mm-hmm. One thing I can say is the uh, animals, biological systems are just way too complex to replicate anything. So we've been always focusing on the simplification, simplification of design and focusing on the principle. Uh, yeah. One example I can tell you that was useful is the animal's legs. If you look at the animal's legs, especially the fast ones, they have a very little mass uh, in the leg, a very, especially going to the distal end that minimize the required torque on the shoulder and so on. So we focus on that for last 10 years, how to minimize the uh, limb inertia. That really uh, allow us to build a robot that can be very powerful and dynamic and, and efficient. But I'm curious to ask you, it is very interesting experiences about uh, what kind of elements you have to get inspiration from nature, for example, in MIT sheet robot. But I'm curious to ask you, what could be the missing pieces here? If you can have a, um, a step back and look what's really missing since we are still in the middle of the evolution for that. What are the missing pieces, do you think, that we have to focus on? So there's two aspects, like a hardware aspect and a software aspect. Uh, in in hardware aspect, we cannot afford to have a uh, as many joint and actuation actuator like uh, animals. You know, for example, dogs have seven hundred muscles, and our cheetah has a twelve. It's not mm-hmm. even close. And we we always talk about uh, will be how nice it will be uh, to have uh, ankle joint, and then it's practically impossible because our actuation technology is not. Uh, quite there yet. Uh, there are a lot of complexity plus uh, weight and uh, robustness issue. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and 
the fabrication challenge, I guess, like if you think about uh, how to fabricate a paw, like a robotic paw, is very, very difficult to replicate what animal has. Um, but I think bigger challenge is in software, uh, much, much bigger challenge. Mm. Uh, we just talking about just the biology itself, we, we just don't even scratch the surface of how animal balance and then perform what they do, like combined with the vision and planning, everything. Uh, and even, even though we don't understand, completely understand how animals do, you know, in, in algorithm world where optimization or machine learning, uh, it's just the beginning to do a fraction of what animal is doing. Mm-hmm. So I think the, uh, this is not, we're not even talking about high level intelligence, like, you know, competing with the human. We're talking about things animal like do in a second or two very easily. Uh, mm-hmm. So low level, medium level intelligence were, were not even close there. So I think uh, there's some challenges in hardware, but I think bigger challenge is bigger uh, missing part is actually the algorithm. I think there's a really interesting part here about when you mention about um, what kind of intelligence, because we have mechanical intelligence and we have this kind of brain. So do you think in animals you are focusing more in the mechanical intelligence? Do you think which one you have to maybe give more uh, focus or maybe both of them as just out of curiosity? Yeah. To be honest, uh, if you look how MIT Cheetah has evolved, we try to minimize uh, the mechanical uh, functions in in the entire machine. Mm-hmm. So meaning that uh, we just don't, we, we try, try uh, as hard as possible to minimize compliance uh, between the actuator to the foot. Well, we have to have some compliance because, you know, we, you don't want... Uh, hard metal leg uh, shaft hitting the ground. So it's, and at the end effector, you need to have some compliance. But besides that, we try to minimize compliance in any mechanical uh, mm-hmm. play because we lose a bandwidth. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, something uh, very often uh, overlooked by many, many mechanical designers. Um, if, you, if you don't want to have an actuator, yes, like a uh, under actual system, some passive compliance, mechanical intelligence do the job, that's fine. But if you mm-hmm. want to do, uh, if you want to achieve some something versatile, you know, Chira robot is not just running straight. If your Chira is running a straight and single speed, there's so many things we can do without even involving many actuators. But this robot, many mobile robots, we want to do acceleration, deceleration, turning the spot, like jumping and landing, just mm-hmm. all kinds of uh, behavior. We need to uh, uh, be able to control and every millisecond, what force you want to achieve, and then the bandwidth is critical. Uh, so, uh, yeah. To be honest, like there's almost no mechanical intelligence uh, in our <clears throat> robot, and uh, it can be useful when you really try to minimize degree freedom. But it, that minimizing degree freedom also uh, lead to mini, like very limited application. You can mm-hmm. make a versatile machine. Uh, yeah. Good example is a gripper. If you make a gripper with a bunch of under actuation system, can, the, that hand cannot do many things. 